0: Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. Welcome back to the pod. Let's uh, start this week with some positive vibes.
1: Alright, let's power cast some positivity, baby. Here we go. Mine is I get to go on a vacation this weekend to a cottage up north. Can't fucking wait. Let's get to it. Number nine, Burden. He's got two Raptors on his team. Loves them Tampa Bay Raps. All right, number eight, we got Stax. Man, he was excited. It's 40 degrees outside and your boy was making a burrito. Hell yeah. Hope it tasted delightful. Number seven, Dewey, in his words, beat the GOAT last week. Got his first win, took down Chuck. It's a win for everybody. Uh, number six, Andy. Man, it was 40-plus degrees outside, and we're waiting for golf season. Bring it on, baby. Can't wait to hit some balls with men. Number five, Dougie Shoots. His midterms finished this Friday. Man, I remember when I was in college, it was such a good feeling finishing up them midterms, man. Good for you. Number four, Tom. They had a list of house projects when they moved in and your boy and his wife finished all of the house projects this weekend. Love that time. Way to go, man. Number three, this goes to Christian because of this poetry he sent me. I'll read it to you. My positive vibe is I get to spend the week texting my dear friend Kyle all week as we lock horns and grapple in a manly embrace, going one-on-one as men, friends who also happen to be dudes being guys together, stripping down to our most bare and gazing into each other's eyes, as well as into the eyes of Kelly Oubre. It's beautiful, Christian I can't wait as well I'm enjoying our matchup Even though you're probably gonna take me down But I'm enjoying it with you, brother Number two, Chuck Chuck was able to launch his website, man He said it was three months of work 100 plus projects 17 plus years of work All put into one website That's amazing, Chuck I got to surf it yesterday So fucking fun, man Your work is incredible So happy for you Number one, this can't be beat this week. JB's parents got vaccinated. What a load off your shoulders, off their shoulders. It's amazing the feeling you get when you're able to do that, man. I'm so happy for you, so happy for your family that they're just being more safe as we go through this crazy, crazy time. Love you all. That's our positivity, baby.
0: Thanks, bud. I think we needed that, because, especially because we had some tight matchups this week. Dewey handed Chuck's ass to him on a flatter. I uh, tried to get him to comment but uh, he was too busy doing Dewey stuff but we did have one very close match the closest of, of the season decided by 0.5 points. So first let's hear uh, let's hear from the one we're all you know really worked up about Mr. shoots up to you.
2: Hey, shitheads, it's your boy, Dougie in walking the, uh, the Schutz Family Shit Circus past, uh, actually past your house right now, Tom. Things look good. Your sidewalk is a little bit better than your neighbors, but you know what? We can always get better, can't we, Tom? Uh, anyways, Tom was wondering... If I could give a little recap of of the real nail biter last week, it was a tough tough loss um, on my end. I've been monitoring the algorithm. The computer was working overtime. Smoke coming out of everywhere. I had to re grease some cogs, um, put in a new RAM board because it was over. It was working overtime. And it was looking good, it was looking pretty good. Um, In fact, this year I kind of upped the algorithm a little bit, incorporated some physics averaging equations in there. So I was feeling pretty good about it. Then, speaking of physics, I'm minding my own business, calculating some three-dimensional force vectors. And what do I see? But an update on my phone John Burton has made some trades. So I'm looking at it and initially I'm kind of like, you know what? These are definitely upgrades. But I was looking at a pretty good um, pretty good lead. So it was kind of it was kind of looking okay. I was estimating even without picking up somebody else, going six in it's probably still going to be about 20 points up then i decide hey you know what i gotta move let's pick up a dude let's pick up a guy actually this might have happened before burton even did this anyways more are all the story i'm looking i'm checking out all my options i see like a pat beverly option who's been in and out but you know what All things considered, fairly consistent On the up and up a little bit more than usual And there's a DeAndre Jordan option Kind of the same deal On paper, a lot of people have a lot of emotions Into these two players, but On paper, kind of the same deal And I'm thinking, you know what DeAndre Jordan, he's been on and off the team My team, I picked him up here and there I think we've all passed him around it's like, why don't I take a little risk on Pat Bev? End of the day, what's it gonna be? Plus or minus six points or something, given both of their averages. No big deal. It's nothing that's gonna sway the game too much. Well, it turns out that fucking uh, DeAndre Jordan goes ahead, doubles his average, and fucking Pat Bev takes a big old dump on my head. So, you know, just quietly watching all this happen at my home. Very disappointing. Very disappointing for the algorithm. I think I was calculating a 10% chance of that happening. Very close nonetheless. A real heartbreaker. You hate to see it. You hate to watch it. Burden, great job. Um, I thought maybe you weren't going to make any moves. And I was feeling a little too comfortable. Then you made some smart trades. They put it in gear in the last minute. And you really earned it. (sighs) Looked good out there. And I will say, for being low, I think... uh, I don't remember who you're playing this week, but I feel like this this is already coming out again. But for being so low in the league standings, I was impressed with your team's vigor. Um feels like the uh, odds have just not been in your favor it's been small losses here and there could be wrong i'm walking and not looking at numbers but that's what my gut says um so congrats burden good work um i think your team also is looking pretty good um so i hope continued success for you and i will uh, talk to you guys later
0: well, thanks, sir. It must be tough, but appreciate it. And uh, oftentimes when there's a loser, there's a winner. So let's turn to New John.
3: Girl, loved you. I
4: well, hello, comrades. This is uh, Reverend John Burden here giving you a recap of how I felt um, s- spiritually, emotionally, physically during Sunday's showdown with Kyle. Um, so I'll start here. I didn't think I had a chance down 50 Sunday morning, but then I traded away Oubre, um and Booker, of course, which was hard because... At first, I didn't get it. I didn't get everyone's infatuation with Oubre until I saw his name on my roster. Until I watched a couple Warriors games. Until I searched Google Image Oubre. Um, And I get the sex appeal. And so I I was hooked, but I knew what I needed to do and I knew who I needed to do it with. Christian deserves Oubre. It just makes sense. So... All of a sudden, I found myself with another Toronto Raptor or a Tampa Bay Raptor. Very exciting. And I'm like, wow, I actually have a pretty good little squad here. I might keep it close. I don't think I'm going to win, but we'll see what happens. And then Kemba Walker came out and shot five for 21, and I said, son of a bitch! Definitely didn't think I was going to win then. Um, But it it got really close because... After I picked up the trade, I also had to pick up a center, and I had no idea who I was going to get. There were a few out there, and they all seemed about the same. Tristan Thompson, no, Daniel Tice. No, I was going to pick up Tice. That was my original plan. But then went past DeAndre Jordan's name, and I thought, this guy hasn't had a good game in a really long time. He plays like 20 minutes. But then I thought... They're playing the Clippers, his former team, so maybe, just maybe, he'll get 25 points instead of 19, and uh, that's about the best I can hope for today. So I picked him up, and he went for 43, uh, and that's when I went up by like 11. Um, when I was up by 11, with DiVincenzo going into the second half, I thought, I might actually have a shot at this. Um, because DiVincenzo needed to score 11 points in a half. And I'm like, that I don't know. I might, I might be able to do it. I had this feeling DeAndre Jordan had this putback. So he got the offensive board and he got uh, two points on top of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I can't believe that just happened. That, is that going to be enough somehow? And then DiVincenzo got an assist, got a steal, made a bucket, whatever it was. And it, all of a sudden, I think I was up by... Uh, I was up by two or like one and a half or something like that. And DiVincenzo launched these two threes and my heart just stopped both times. It was hard because I was just, the the game seemed to go on forever, kind of like this uh, little, whatever, my take, my give, my take. I don't know what it's called. And um, then, so the game went on forever and I knew that like 75% of the thread was watching this game and giving commentary, and like the stakes were sky high. When DiVincenzo launched those threes and they just bricked, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe it. I I was, I was dying. I really wanted a cigarette, but I didn't have any at the time. Um, nor do I usually, but if I would have known what was coming that night, I for sure would have picked up a pack of camel blues, as they call them now. Um, so then, so DiVincenzo bricks that three and he goes out and I text prayer actually works everyone. And then he came back in and I go, prayer does not work. I can't believe he came back in. I, I'm like, it's over. He's, he's for sure. I think I was up by two or two and a half at that point. I'm like, there's no way he doesn't get a bucket, a steal, a rebound. Like there's no way, um, Or it might have even just been a half point when he came back in. So he goes to the free throw line, makes the first one, pulls it within a half point. I'm like, he's going to make the second one. It's over. It's over. And he missed it. I cannot believe he missed it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then he went out of the game and I'm like, I won. And then Stacks Stacks was like, well, unless they do a points adjustment, I, I lost two points, you know due to a point adjustment I'm like son of a bitch so I'm trying to prepare myself for something on the in the morning but I woke up and the score stood can't believe it uh I it was it was a big win I feel really good about it um Kyle I have been on the other side of that one week one I lost to Adam by a point and a half I've done fantasy basketball for five years six years And I think I've had a really close game, like within two or three points, once. Um, And it's been two times this season. Anyways, um, crazy. Kyle has a great team. He's a very formidable opponent. And uh, Joel Embiid, I did not enjoy watching him um, all week just destroy my team. Um, Single-handedly, almost. And some days, but yeah, that that roster, a couple of the lineups that went up from Kyle, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you, like, he, these guys, what a stacked team! But so great game, Kyle. I had Joel Embiid played on Tuesday or whatever it was, a random scratch for Embiid, I would have lost by 50 still probably. So there it is. There's my take. That was six minutes in 16, 17, 18, and I'm out.
0: One of us was on a retreat for the weekend, so. I think he's back i think he's okay
5: we'll see nobody has to tell you how bad things are because men haven't kept their promises but a change has begun <laughs> keep your promises man Let's hear it. <laughs> let the walls come down. Let the walls down. Let the walls down. Oh, let them fall. Oh, the walls have fallen down, man. <laughs> Ever since my solo night. The shackles have come loose. I've broken free of the chains. And then I broke the back of Pod Tom's team. McFilthy style. That's <laughs> sometimes, boys, you gotta go and do a little soul searching. And now you look at the standings and it looks like there's a crisis. Many of these teams need to be sounding the absolute alarm and they don't even know it. Feeling all cozy (laughs) with their IR spots and their flailing points for Well, I suggest maybe you go on a little journey of your own, face your fears, become incapacitated until bang, rejuvenates your soul. (laughs) So it looks like I turn my attention now to a brother of mine Who's almost like a son? Former youth group participant, Kyle Witty. Well, my boy, it's time for you to learn how to be a man.
1: <laughs> See you at the retreat. Show you how to be the man, how to be the boss, how to come through with seven coats to the gloss. Show you how to be the man, yeah. show you how to be the man, uh. Show you how to be the man, how to be the boss, how to buy the car, how to buy the house. Show you how to be the man, yeah. Show you how to be the man, uh. yeah.
0: Then we got everybody's favorite uh, radio guy.
3: What up, what up, what up, what up? This is Sean, radio guy, radio guy 1A, radio guy 1A, 1.0 radio guy coming straight at you from g g g g g g g g rap. That's my man Ozzy, Ozzy on the microphone. We all know Ozzy. Remember when he bit that rat's face off? That's what I think about when I think about this week in fantasy, just want to bite a rat because it was rat worthy. Yeah. First off, let's start with the number one team in the league. That's Blunk Trade Company, not to be mistaken for Trade Machine. A trade machine is a piece of machinery that works inside a company. The company is what owns the machine, and the machine lives within the company. Oh, my God. 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 God, I can't even breathe. Ah my god let's go through these rankings they're just so crazy uh stack is seven and two for all of his complaining he's doing good let's take a look at stack Aloa's team as i just experienced you do not want to play against him he's got harden and and a capucco who are both playing tonight? OMG! Refs as a team kind of sucks, but those guys are really, 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 really good. Next, let's go number two, not to be mistaken. For power rankings, number two is the Sage Masters. Uh, power ranking goes Blunk Trade Company number one. Uh, unbelievable number two, just has to figure out the algorithm. We're going to put Tony Ball's trade machine number three because he's a trade machine and you can't stop him. Plus, he's with the Sopranos as his name is Tony. This whole week I thought he had someone on his team named Tony. I was sorely mistaken. His team name's Tony because he loves the Sopranos. How cool is that? Oh, and then number four is going to be... The Sage Masters. He's got a really good lineup. Can he keep it together? Can he keep it together? Will he have injuries? Who knows? Who knows? Tacoma Blazers, number five. Wow. Look at these guys. What a team. He's only averaging four moves a week. That's crazy. He gets seven. Why doesn't he use him? He can be undefeated. I'd be undefeated if I had his team. I guarantee it. Oh, let's see. What else do we have going on on this thing? Going full Thunder. The rookie is falling right on his face, scrambling around with Kimball Walker. Used to be mine, now he's yours. Boy, that guy travels around. (laughs) He's like a door handle. Everybody gets a turn. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love Brandon Ingram. He's very cool. Uh, I didn't even know he had Van Vliet on his team. So many trades this season. It's so crazy. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I I can't keep up this rate. I can't keep it up, I can't keep it up. Radio guy is very stressful, you wouldn't understand. Only I would understand, because I'm the only radio guy. Men's retreat, I don't get it, but they're doing good. He's got Ricky Rubio, baby. Cat, who loves Cat? He's so boring, I don't even know, maybe he's not. I never watched Minnesota. Tobias Harris is boring, I think. I've seen him play once. He's got Obre, give him back to me, O'Bray Conley. Holy cow, Devin Booker. Is he going to rally? Oh, this is so crazy, so suspenseful. Uh, Let's see. Let's just skip to the last team in the power rankings. We're going to go with LeTom Tom James. Uh, His team's really messed up. He's made some really, 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 really really, really bad trades. Uh, Hopefully he can reel it in. The team in my favorite category leading in technical fouls is the Sage Masters. And I love Luca. The number one and last place team are tied for 24 technical fouls. How crazy is that? Oh my goodness, I can't even breathe. That's so crazy. Oh, I can't keep up this pace. It's so crazy. Oh, the Blunt Trade Company leads the league in trades at like uh, 50 or something. Um, I don't remember how to figure it out, but I definitely leave the league in 67 moves. Tony Trade Machine is 66. Trade Machine lives inside Trade Company, works for Trade Company, and is always going to be a part of Trade Company as they go into the future. Bill Horford tough. Kyle, reel it in, reel it in, reel it in. I uh, love you, though. You're so cute. he. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'll talk to you guys later. Got to go. Radio guy. 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 guy, Out.
0: Thank you, sir. Love that gimmick. Also, you know, I was thinking of uh, trades and how important they are. And I was thinking of, like, who's doing the most transactions and all this and that. And um, it really comes down to uh, Blanc. So we had a little chat. And I hit record a a little bit of the way through. And he was telling me about a strategy and all that. So, here we go. Thanks, bud. I can see it if it's good. But um I uh yeah, I thought that in that one that you that you got like the upper hand you won Jokic over AD. I got the upper hand on Curry over Simmons. And then that like what kind of averaged it out was that um you know, Middleton was a little bit of an upgrade over was it Wiggins or Walker or over Kemba?
6: Walker, over Kemba.
0: So I thought it was um, like, you know, you got you got the best guy, and I thought that I got like a, you know,
6: the best three guys.
0: I yeah, I thought positionally I upgraded in two, and then got like a fourth guy where I didn't really have that. Well, Middleton was super hot for Adam. And then I got him like mid level hot. And then I think he's just cooled down. But I mean, he's a good player. So he'll, he'll, he'll bounce back. (laughs) Well, he had uh, Christian and I were side texting during our matchup because like it was over by Wednesday. But he, he, like Middleton had like 65 or something on Sunday. I'm like, great. Thanks, man. Of
6: course.
0: The one day, the one day I don't need you. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, AD could come back for the play. I mean, he, if he comes back after the All Star game or something. And but
6: Gasol is terrible this year, so I mean, you would think that AD is going to kind of get it back on, but we'll see. Yeah, plus LeBron plus LeBron needs him really bad, so he's going to have some pressure to come back. because I think uh, LA is a three seed right now, so.
0: You know, I honestly, I don't think they care about their seeding. Um, Maybe. Because really, if you're – depending depending what uh, crowds look like come playoff time, like –
6: That's what I was thinking. If there's fans, they, they will.
0: Yeah. yeah, if there's fans, it will for sure. But California is probably going to be, like, on the later end of that. and it's true. If they're, like – you know, if you're a one or a four seed – it doesn't matter. I don't know. I they'll be fine, but
6: yeah, that's true. Plus, if they play the Clips, it doesn't matter anyway. So
0: right, totally. Yeah. So essentially, they could if like whichever LA team has the two seed or three seed, those are all home games for the Lakers, pretty much.
6: Speaking of as a playoff game thing that you do every year, happening. Yes. I already know who I'm picking.
0: Perfect! Can't can't wait to see it. Are you picking the Jazz?
6: Uh, whoever's got the best record. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Wait, wait. So, do you know if you let me ask you a question? Can you name two players on Chuck's team right now? Without looking.
0: Uh, ooh, that's a really good question. Um, did he trade Draymond? I thought he. Wait, I think he has. I think he has LaMelo Ball and Lonzo Ball.
6: Oh, he, he has both of them, right, because of his team name.
0: The two balls. Okay. That's the only way I know.
6: Does he have Tony. Oh, no. Tony's from Sopranos. Man, what a mixed bag that guy is. I never know. If, it, I was like, do you have someone named Tony on his team? And then I was like, <laughs> Tony Soprano. Right. I get it. Well,
0: dude, I didn't. Um I was looking, I think it was, uh, Chuck sent me a text about Sunday trades and I was like, he was like, Hey man, do you want, uh, you know, take any guy that I don't have play tomorrow for, and it was like for Whiteside or something like that. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Or maybe it was even for Middleton. And I looked, but I pulled up your team and I looked at your Sunday bench and I was like, no thanks, man. And I was like, wait, I'm looking at Sean's team. Cause it had like the trade machine in it. And then I was texting with, like, uh, all these teams, like, the names are just kind of, like, I had no idea who was who. I think we're going to need a where we at, how we look in section, everyone's favorite.
6: Well, there's a couple things I've been thinking about. Um, number, one of the things I think is really fun to always look at is the value of everyone's team based on the
0: draft, uh, how much they drafted for. I am killing that department. 'Cause I remember one year my team was worth like ninety five dollars. <laughs> so but um but we'll see. I, I'm
6: actually I was crazy, I was doing some diving into the numbers yesterday. I'm second in points against or first in points against, second in points four and I'm five and four. This is pretty wild how how it played out. And then I was also looking
0: at transactions Guess how many transactions um, Adam averages per week. Ooh, that's a a, – dude, trivia with with the trade machine is great. Uh, I'm going to guess it's two. That's that's four. Four. But that's still pretty wild when you think about
6: most people max out their – Right. You know, max it out every week, and he's averaging four, which is pretty wild.
0: Yeah, I feel like he just picks weeks and he's like, oh, I'm just going to give up this week. Okay.
6: I, I I look at his roster and I'm like, man, with kind of my activity and his players, I feel like I'd be undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dude, you know, I, He's you, got a really good team and I, I get it. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to let anyone go because he knows once playoffs start, people can't trade every day. So you're stuck with the team you have. So it's actually not.
0: Well, I kind of want to go back and and listen to what Chuck was saying about how he knows him and how he evaluates things. Because, like, I don't get his tools, I'll be honest. And I was just – I reached out to him just, like, very, very fairly about – Um, Drummond and I was like hey man um, Are you hanging on to Drummond Or do you like do you want to trade him And without even anything back He wanted Curry He wanted Curry I was like dude you We all just saw that Drummond's not going to play Until he gets traded And if you like All the NBA podcasters are saying He's basically got no value Because He if he gets like if he gets Bought out and sign for a veterans minimum, that team can only like or you know, say four million. The team that re signs him can only sign him for like six million. And he's worth more than that on the open market. So there's really no incentive for his agents to um you know, to to trade him to a bad situation.
6: That's, so it was like that's confidence and leverage though. So Adam knows he's got a good good core players.
3: He knows if he could turn it on, he's like the Clippers in LA, or not the Clippers, the Lakers. Right. Like he knows he can turn it on. He's not worried about getting into the playoffs. He, he just
6: so why not shoot for the moon a little bit? Which is probably why he doesn't do a lot of trades because you know well, I, he can leverage. He can leverage people.
0: And so. I feel like he and JB are just like hoarding guys. I can't believe how little he gave up to get Durant. I mean, and Durant's gonna, Durant's a
6: beast. You know, Drummond's funny. You brought Drummond up. I almost draft Drummond every year, and he always puts up stud numbers, but there's something about his style of play. Um, I've watched him live so many times when he was on the Pistons, mm-hmm. and even watched him live, you just don't, it's kind of like Kawhi, right? You don't really see him do a ton, but he
5: ends up with like, 20 points and 20 rebounds, and yeah. So from a from the eyeball test, you don't feel like you're getting a fantasy powerhouse at all. Um, just for me, like just watching him, and he's so terrible at free throws.
6: I love players at the end of the game that get the junk fantasy points on the free throw line. I don't, mm. I don't know why. I just because like in the tight matchups, they're the ones that can like really win it for you sometimes I feel like because like the Seth Curry's if you're wow. all, like in a matchup and he's in a close game he might be the difference maker because he's going to
0: have the ball in his hands and most likely get to the line right yeah that's a that's a good point and Drummond just gets taken out and Drummond gets taken out so he's almost a liability
6: for on fantasy in a really close matchup if, if you're at toward the end of the game if he's also in a close matchup which I guess it doesn't happen a ton, but just kind of one of the little things, I guess, um, pros like myself think about.
0: Right. This is. I feel like I'm gleaning a lot of insight from this call. Uh, but yeah, I was like, dude, Adam, I'm not going to trade you Curry for him when like, AD, like, AD had gone down. I'm like, I'm not going to just carry two guys when I'm, you know, I need a couple wins here. But I figured I could carry one guy, maybe.
6: Have you thought about trying to spin AD for, like, a mid-40s guy?
0: Um, I have floated – I think I floated him to a couple people with no success yet. But I think I, would, I floated I would bet somebody with a IR spot open who's got a pretty good
6: team would definitely put him on their IR and – Write it out. So, but that would be my guess. So,
0: as always, unbiased Tom is just here, ready and willing to trade with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
6: it's uh, I got Dewey this week. I was actually really worried because he had so many games on me in the, on Monday, but then I realized outside of like luca and Zion, his team's pretty terrible. So, I I actually didn't know that until last night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, what do you think of that Westbrook for Zion trade? Uh, I would take Westbrook all day over Zion
6: just because uh, there's certain players in the back of my mind. I just don't, I don't trust. I know Zion's been a beast, but I, I just, there's a part of me that just feels like he's, kind <laughs> of. An ankle or something. I, I got to see a full year out of him. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I haven't really even seen that through college or his first year in the pros. And it got, it. you know, he's one of those guys that just, I don't know, maybe it's just a me thing probably, but like, I just worry in the back of my head that, you know, and he doesn't get enough, a lot of boards. Like Westbrook averages more mm-hmm. rebounds than Zion. So like it's, and I feel like Westbrook's ceiling's higher. Zion's gonna get like twenty-four points and eight rebounds every
0: game, and Westbrook will have some games where he's a little off, but he still gets you thirty fantasy points. But then his ceiling—like he's—he could blow up and get a big triple double and get like sixty points. True, lying you ain't.
6: So I I, I don't know. There's weird thing I, i'm the same way with ad to be honest I, I drafted him because i thought i got him at a good price um but i didn't realize i didn't because he's just
0: the day-to-day thing is just gives me anxiety i hate having to check
6: every five minutes to see if he's probable or questionable or gonna play it it really drives me nuts
0: yeah, it's uh I can. I mean, I I think he was on my team for like half of a game playing. So <laughs> we'll see. But,
6: but I mean, he was like that all year. So who knew? And well, pretty much like the same injury. It was like his leg or
0: whatever. But LeBron you know, has been lift has been listed day to day every game for like a year and a half.
6: Yeah, it's wild. I don't. I don't think they realize what they're doing, so people
0: in fantasy do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why like what that quite means. Um, some of like some of the guys who it's like, oh they're fine, but they're listed as bad. Like I get it, I don't know, like Curry's listed as whatever. It's uh it is what it is. I'm just glad we're having the season.
6: Yeah, me too.
0: It's nice. Nice to have sports.
6: All right, man. Don't forget to vote for Hopcat today.
0: Okay. Can you send the link again? Yeah, I'll send the link. Um, but I'm walking into the restaurant right now. But, hey, good chatting. For sure. Can't wait for, the, can't wait for the pod. When do you need my entry? Um, By tonight or tomorrow morning?
6: I'll do it on my way home. I like doing it in the car. Perfect. You're great. I, I, I drive like 100 miles per hour, hit
0: the cruise <laughs> control, and then I turn on the microphone. Perfect. I I mean just you you kill it in the car. Alright, all love buddy.
1: It's No Balls Association, NBA. Yeah, we got the power ranking, NBA. It's GR, Fantasy, B-Ball, NBA. We on top, this ain't no seesaw, NBA. It's No Balls Association, NBA. Yeah, we got the power ranking, NBA. It's GR, Fantasy, B-Ball, NBA. We on top, this ain't no
0: seesaw,